guys, welcome back. Welcome to Know Your Game, my podcast. Anyways, since I've already made some Breath of the Wild 2 episodes, I mean like, why shouldn't I make another episode about the upcoming game again? I mean, it did pretty well, so why not? Anyways, if you're a Zelda fan, then there's a pretty big chance that you've played Breath of the Wild and know about the game's weapon durability feature. And yes, if you've guessed it, then well, yeah. This episode's all about weapon durability, whether it should be in Breath of the Wild 2 or not. Stick around, cause there's some things that I'm pretty sure you don't know. Let's begin. Before we begin, I have to explain what weapon durability is, you know, in case some people don't know. Weapon durability is, in its purest sense, the durability of a weapon, meaning the strength of a weapon. The more durability a weapon has, the more you can use a weapon before it breaks into pieces. Good weapons have a lot of durability, but bad ones have very, very little durability. Zelda's durability mechanic also works like this. weapon durability feature in Breath of the Wild is both good and bad at the same time. Let me try and explain all of them. One good thing about the feature is that it's actually really smart. In a world where everything, almost everything I guess, is in ruins, it's obvious that weapons should also be damaged. In Age of Calamity, the game where Breath of the Wild didn't happen, where they actually won against Ganon on the first try, weapons don't have durability, because nothing got destroyed by Ganon. So it is only fitting for a raised world to have a weapon durability feature. At least this is what I think. And besides, the storytelling is much better if it has durability too. Having a weapon durability feature in the game obviously makes you focus on your weapons more. And I like that. It makes you more planning, which doesn't just help you in the game, but also in real life. With a weapon durability feature, you also have to plan on which weapon you use to defeat to defeat which enemies. So, you know, you don't break a good weapon on a weak enemy. So, it's a good feature. But again, this might just be me. Anyways, Zelda games have never have this feature, so I guess it's a pretty new thing too. And let's just say, people absolutely love new things, no matter how bad it actually is. At least for a while. about it, well, get ready, cause you're in for a ride. Weapon durability is bad for quite a lot of things. For example, you don't know how many more hits are left on your weapon. If it's almost broken, it'll tell you. Yes, it'll tell you. But only when it's just 5, around 5 to 1 hits left. I mean, what's that supposed to do? Another thing is that ancient weapons the weapons that are made of ancient materials that came from 10,000 years ago 
that's supposed to be able to kill guardians, well, it breaks easily. I mean, if it lasted until now, then it should be really durable. How could it break after a few hits? That's just impractical. I mean, sure, you could argue that. Old weapons can break easily. Yes, I know. But ancient things doesn't necessarily mean from ancient things. You can also make ancient weapons from old materials, but it's a new thing. And it still breaks easily. It's just impractical. One of the most annoying things in Breath of the Wild is when your Master Sword just breaks. Master Sword can't break, like I said last time. So it was a big shock when it came out damaged in Breath of the Wild number 2 sequel. It just recharges, doesn't break. But why? Why should it recharge only after it breaks. That's just weird. I mean, if only they can recharge in your hand, that would have helped us a lot. Now let's talk about shields. Shields are good. They can deflect literal beams of laser. And more things too. It can survive intense attacks. But for shield surfing, oh no, no. Nah, no. It basically shreds any shield. It's just surfing with a shield. Why can't it survive some surfing? Seriously, there's a lot of problem with the feature. I mean, you can use a very good shield, and then when you're shield surfing, it just breaks and you fall flat on your face. Let me tell you one more thing. All of these, yeah, it's not all the problems yet. say I have my own fair share of bad memories because of this feature, and since it's relevant to this episode, well, why don't you hear about what I gotta say first? Now, let me just say I'm a hoarder. I got a brand new eraser or something, I don't touch it. I just leave it alone, keep it safe. The only time and place where I would use it is only when I can't find any eraser. And when I say any, I literally mean any. Then, and only then, would I use it. Although with extreme gentleness, as if it's a little baby. Oh, and if I play Breath of the Wild, well, let's just say it increases my inner hoarder by a hundred times. Maybe even more. Every weapon I get, protected. Any shield I get, protected. Any bow, protected. Well, you get it. I had to buy more storage space for my backup swords, just for backup swords, and backup swords for the backup sword. And let's not forget the backup of the backup of the backup sword. Yeah. Basically, I just loot things, get the cool weapons, and instantly keep it for myself like the greedy dragon I am. I rarely use the hoarded weapon too. I mean, the claymore that we got from the Gorons, and the spear that we got from the Zoras, the bow from the Ritos, and the weapon set from the Gerudos are antiques. I mean, they're from precious artifacts from the dead champions. I mean, we can't just use them for weapons. That's just dishonorable. You get me? 
So I did what anyone with a brain would do. I bought a house just for the weapons. At least I can sleep in the bed in the house. Anyway, basically to counter my hoarder, I had to find multiple non-special weapons that I can use regularly without fear of it breaking. And I gotta say, it wasn't easy. Personally, I don't mind the feature. It just takes a couple more minutes to find a reliable weapon that I can use with no fear. So I wanted to be in Breath of the Wild too. It might seem bad the way I say it in the episode, but I really got no problem for it. It's just a minor inconvenience for me. If you think it's a problem, then well, let me advise you to stop. I mean, you got to. Because if you do, you're just letting yourself not see the bigger picture, the game. The game itself is fantastic, and you really shouldn't let an inconvenience spoil a good game. Besides, the feature also adds some realism to the game, and I gotta say, that makes the game much more realistic. Most people also don't mind it. And well, believe me, I've asked some people. So yeah, the discussion's complete. We should just add it. I mean, it's not much of a bad thing, it's actually more of a good thing. Anyways, the discussion is complete in this episode. I mean, the war, the war on whether the feature should be in the sequel or not is still raging on quite hard. I do hope it ends soon. But unfortunately, I really can't see any end to it. However, one thing should be added if it got added. More durability. Nintendo, if you're listening, please just give us more durability for weapons. I don't care if it's swords, shields, or bows. Just give us more durability, please. I really can't see my best weapon just break. It's sad. Either that or give us things in Minecraft where you can see how much durability a weapon has left. I really do hope that. Please. Anyways, you've reached the end of the episode. Comment on whether you want it to be implemented or not. I'd be happy to know what you think. Also, comment on which topic I should do next too. And let's just say, if it really did get chosen by me, well you'll get a little shout out. And that's a good thing. Alright gamers, that's all for this episode. Goodbye, and well, see you next week. Bye.